Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Show with your host, Raj Sillers. Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Raj Sillers. Great to have you here. As we talk about your creative business, I, this week I wanted to talk about social media, something we haven't talked about in a long, long time. And honestly, this show, when it started in 2008, was called NewMediaPhotographer.com. Maybe some of you remember that. Didn't even know it was the same show. It is the same show. And that's, well, we're going to be at about 13 years. Wow, that is amazing. And we talked a lot about social media early on. Those early days where I would actually go to public events and I would be talking to photographers and their arms are crossed staring at me. Oh, this social media thing won't have anything to do with my business as a photographer or creative. No, no. Well, we know where that went. And, And there's so many new things that we can do now. Honestly, for many creatives, there there is more opportunity today than there has ever been. But we have to look differently and in a different way. And I want to talk about social media and where it is today and what it is today compared to what it was back in the day. I think that's a really good way to put it. You know, when I, I remember early on in Twitter, when I started uh Started tweeting. This was about 2007. Yeah, I think it was 2007 when I opened my Twitter account and I had my podcast going, this podcast. And I would put out on Twitter a Google Voices phone number. And I would get a bunch of people calling in and asking questions. It was great. And then, and then just a maybe three, four, well, I'll say four or five years later, I I would do that and there'd be nothing. Absolutely nothing. And that's because really, you know, because of marketers like, well, me, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of horrible stuff going on in social media. So you have to be strategic. But there are some things that are still exactly the same. And the things that I warned of back in the day have come true because people are ignoring certain things. One thing that started to develop in early social media was automation. A lot of people are trying to automate everything with the social media. And I kept saying, wait a minute, you're taking the social out of social media. You can't do that. If you try to automate everything, you're not building relationships. Because there are a lot of people say, oh, I just want to network and meet people. This social media stuff is, is for no one. This, I mean, it's no good because you're not using it the way you would networking. Because a lot of people do stuff on social media that they'd never do face-to-face to a person. And I think that's where you have to go. If you want social media to work, you have to use it as a real networking tool. Not sit back and wait for everybody to come to you, but for you to go out there and build relationships. Build real relationships. Share your good work. And that's one of the advantages to being a creative. Being a photographer or a designer or illustrator, videographer, 
the, the big advantage is that you can create some stuff that people will actually enjoy and it's your work and it's actually promotion. <laughs> and you can upload it and people will comment on it and share it. And I think that's one huge advantage compared to, say, insurance, you know. But, you know, if you are creative and you can share interesting things that happen in the world of insurance, you couldn't actually make it work. But you have to keep that social in social media. And that is what is slowly tapered off over time. Just a bunch of people yelling at each other. One-way communication, not two-way interactive communication. And, and trying to be on all platforms. One of the main things that I like to talk about in my combination code, and I have a code 7531, is the one. And that one is channel building. Having one core channel that you are the expert on. That doesn't mean you're only the expert on that channel forever, but you should do well on one and build an audience on one channel so you have a voice in one place. And you can build off of that over time. I have multiple channels that work well for me. But if you start off trying to be on all channels, you're just going to give stuff to all channels and it's not going to be customized to the audience on that specific channel. People on Reddit are looking for something different on Instagram and people on Instagram are looking for something different on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and so forth. And if you're just sharing the same thing across all those channels, you are not customizing and engaging specifically. You're just posting. And just posting once a week is not social media. That is not a social media plan. And that's another thing I, I was especially early on talking about. You know, people were starting to develop social media plans early on. And those social media plans were all about when to post. And what they were going to post. And the plan went nothing beyond that. It was just post. You can do that. That's, just, that's not social media. That's posting to a website. Social media is interacting. Now, on LinkedIn, I have noticed that there are some people and some programs going on on LinkedIn that are more interactive. And people are connecting with each other and following up. And it is a much more networking approach. And that's why I think that LinkedIn has been doing pretty well for a lot of businesses because there's still that networking element there where on many other channels, that networking element is not at the same level. It doesn't mean people aren't doing well uh, because they are on other channels, on Instagram and Twitter and so forth. They are building communities there. But the folks who are, are floundering around and wondering why isn't social media working for me, chances are that's one of the main reasons. You are not networking. You're not creating it like you would a networking event. Imagine going to a networking event and taking out your cards and just passing around to everybody and just leaving. What good would that do? Could there be a random once in a while, hey, that worked the right person, right time, right card, and all, they call you and you get a job? Absolutely. But it would be much more effective if you ended up talking, instead of handing cards out to 100 people, talk to five people that seem that there's an interest in. You know, you're going to qualify people, and then eventually you come across somebody and say, oh, wow, we, we have some connections here, and really put some effort and build that relationship and, and maybe even 
find opportunities to meet again and have coffee and build on relationship of five different people at that networking group over a couple hours versus just handing out cards and leaving, which is kind of what it's like when you just post your latest image and don't do anything. I mean, if it's in your own crowd, such on Facebook, your personal page, yeah, you know, those are friends and family who are going to appreciate it and so forth. And it is good to remind them what's going on. There is value, but you have to remember that's branding. And that branding can, can be helpful, but we have four areas of marketing, awareness, traffic, conversions, and retention. And the branding is under the number one. That, that's the awareness. And it's helpful. It softens the ground for the other things, such as the traffic and the conversions. And, of course, keeping your name out there for retention. But if you really want it to be much more effective, you have to build the relationships. And so that's, that's where we are today. And today, there are a lot more social media platforms than they were, especially early on. In the early days, really it was, well, it, it was Facebook. <laughs> it was Twitter and LinkedIn. Those were the main ones. I mean, we had Flickr and YouTube also. But then it was, I think a lot of people had the mindset with YouTube, and I, and I, certainly am guilty of saying this for a long time and probably longer than I should have, that it was a place where people put good content to share on other social media. And, and it's true. Um, and at some level, that was there. But, you know, YouTube eventually changed their algorithm around 2013. And I think that's where that change came where community started to develop a little bit better. Not that there wasn't community before, but I think around 2013, YouTube really became a good, solid social media platform for community. And so I think that's where we are now with that. And YouTube is very powerful. It's like TV. It's that visual element that people connect with. And I think that's important. Uh, obviously, Facebook also has that. All, a lot, Really, all of them have some sort of video. Um, I, I'm finding that that LinkedIn is, a, is certainly a good place for that too. The LinkedIn video is, is really cool. Um, and I, I'm trying to get it for my main channel so I can do my shows, my other, prob probably this show, probably this show on LinkedIn also. So if you have questions related, I, we haven't talked about social media in quite a while specifically. And so if you have some questions related to social media today, definitely put them in the chat. I, I'm really curious about what you're struggling with right now with social media. What is just what is working? What is not working? And having that conversation because, look, we're we're well into 15 years past the really the early days of social media. We know it's a part of our lives and we know it's about. Hopefully we know it's about networking and building relationships now. So what are some of those things that we're doing? Are we on too many channels at once? Are, are we trying to be everything to everyone on every single channel? What, what, what's working? Or are we stepping back and saying, okay, it's not 2008, 2009. There aren't three. It's, it's come like old TV, you know. Used to have three TV channels. Oh, okay, that's that's way back for some of you. But the point being is that you know the, the number of options have grown, and trying to be on Pinterest, trying to be on Instagram, Snapchat, trying to be on all of these at once is going to not not going to be as effective as if you know where. This is the important word. If you know where your audience is and who your audience is, 
And I was just talking about this on the Tube Labs podcast about understanding who we, some people call it your avatar, some people call it your persona, you know, your target market. Who is that person? Give them a name. Give them a name. Know who it is you're talking with. Is it a, a, an executive who, you know, she's a buyer of certain products and she likes certain things, uh, you know, is into sports, maybe likes bike riding or is a runner or, you know, who knows? There are a number of things. You, you know that person. And how do you know that person? Because they've bought from you before. And you have, we're talking about networking groups, going to networking events. And if you've done networking long enough, you know when you walk in to a networking event, it's kind of like dating. You know, you, 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 can, you can text back and forth. I remember back when I, was, when I was dating years and years ago and you'd text back and forth and seem like, well, oh, this person's great. And then you meet in person, no connection. <laughs> no, no connection at all, me, either for me or for them. And, and, and that, that's common. It's the same with business too. There, you just know, you, you meet them, you start talking with them, you realize, okay, no connection here. We're not going to be able to benefit each other. It's, and it's the same in social media, but it's a little tougher, and you need to really build in on that, on that relationship. You know who it is. But take that person, the, the, the qualities of the people who have worked really well for you, some of your best clients. What are those qualities? And turn them into that person, that target market that you know is like when you meet them, this is who it is. And start looking for that person online. And that is going to make a big difference because now you can start the networking. And it very well may be just a partner in a way of, look, you both have a similar products or services or a similar target market. And you can start building from there and start building relationships and start looking for clients together. There are many opportunities still in social media. Advertising can still be very effective in social media. But if you do advertising in social media, and believe me, advertising is a billion times better than it was 10 years ago. I mean, they really get into the concept, wow, one of the biggest things in social media, when you're trying to find and, and get the best conversions, you're looking for the best audiences. Wow, how amazing that is. So even the advertising understands that it's audiences of a certain type that will provide the best conversions. And that's especially true on Facebook and Instagram. And But it's, it's true on YouTube also, finding the best audiences to, you know, to, to advertise to and to build out a, maybe build an email list. See, this is one thing that I think people don't get even even the advertising side is about building relationships more than direct sales you can do more direct sales say on google google search that's somebody who has a problem and is looking for a problem in google being yahoo search and they see an advertisement that solves their problem hopefully and then they click on it and they go and that can be a direct sale much harder not that it can't be done but much harder to do in social media. So building a list of people, for example, maybe you do have a product or service or something. Maybe you teach classes. Maybe you're a creative educator in some way. And what you need to do is maybe have a webinar and build an email list from people who come from Facebook or Instagram who are interested and build that list and then 
you know, give them maybe a half hour webinar and then afterwards give them the opportunity to buy versus just straight up buy from me. There, it's much more of a soft sell, I think, in social media when you use advertising, relationship building, multiple layers. And that's why retargeting or remarketing is so important in social media because you've got that initial connection. Now you need to follow up to remind them and keep that relationship going. So social media is not, and that's where a lot of people try to advertise the easiest one, obviously, on Facebook, and then nothing happens and they think it doesn't work. Of course, it works. It's just not a direct sale most of the time unless you're starting to build you know, a, a list of people, again, going to email, which is the most effective version, or build a list of people that you can retarget to with another message to really help develop that that trust level so they will buy from you. But the first time isn't a buy, but maybe the retargeting is the buy. Maybe they come to see some information from you, but your retargeting messages, now you can get the course for you know 10% off or for a limited time only or whatever it may be. So many approaches to it, but just that hard sell is not something I have found that works very well on social media. Because going back to the very beginning days, it didn't work so well then. It offended people, and it's still, we're used to it, but it doesn't work as well as it used to. Um, I would say there are some special cases. Some people are really, really good, um, and you can make it work, but you have to have a certain level of understanding of your audience. And again, we go back to the audience. It's all about audience. And when you want to build your community, your channel, it is all about audience there. And I've learned a lot about social media at a level that I didn't fully understand before. Not that I was wrong before. I just understand it deeper, what I've learned by being on YouTube and building an audience. And one thing that I've discovered that I think is really powerful, this understanding is the thing I'm about to publish, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, especially YouTube, but I think this is true everywhere else. If you want to keep that consistent growth and new subscriber um, and new follower, is before you push that publish button, ask yourself, would the person who enjoyed my last post appreciate this post? Yeah, because the idea for all social media platforms today, the algorithms have adjusted over the last 10, 15 years greatly, and the goal is to keep people on that platform. So putting your YouTube link on LinkedIn or Facebook is not helping anyone in helping the process. They want everything organic, and they want to keep people on the platform. And if you can keep them and show that platform that you're keeping them there, then it's more likely to show your account and your stuff to more people. Because when they see one thing, they see another thing that you've posted, and they're most likely to enjoy it. Meaning, they see one thing, they go to the next thing, and they keep enjoying. And as you know, you go down that rabbit hole, more and more of your stuff. And as you prove that you can keep that person on the platform for the longest period of time, that platform is going to prove, uh, you know, do everything it can to bring more people to you to help it keep people on that platform. And the best way to do that 
is again to ask yourself that question. What I'm about to publish. Are the people who enjoyed the last post going to enjoy this too? And that's a real thing. And just keep that going. And then when you post again, ask yourself that question. Will the people that are going to see this post enjoy it as much as they enjoyed the last post? And if you keep that, just asking yourself that question will be very, very helpful in your growth of your social media. And now, if you really want to build, you then need to start connecting with the people who start to comment. The people start to comment and the people are actually interested in that. And those are your core audience people. Now, take a look and go to their stuff. See if there's a connection there. Sometimes there's just nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing on their social media that you can connect with. So, you know, hey, say something, be nice, but you don't have to make that as part of your core community. You don't have to make that person uh, as part of your core community outside of your main page. But once in a while, somebody's commenting, commenting, you realize, wow, you know, you guys, you have some real connections. They're similar tastes, maybe similar goals, maybe similar, similar life philosophies, whatever it may be. You can then start working together to start building each other's channel. Some of my greatest growth in the early days of, and even today, is when other people start to promote what I'm doing and I start promoting what they do and that helps them and we work together because we're in a similar cluster of accounts and they work together and more likely it happens a lot on YouTube a lot on YouTube where people who actually work together and have similar types of channels and have a similar audience when they work together it's kind of like you know you you pass them off to this other channel mention that other channel's name and they mention your channel and you, you're getting people back and forth and now people come to your channel and then automatically start watching the other channel too. Have you ever done that? Has that ever been a situation where you, you see a specific creator of some sort and, and when you watch that creator you mean like oh let's see what this other creator is up to also because they have that connection they're similar and you know that they're even friends sometimes and, and start you start doing that. That happened a lot on believe it or not on Twitter early in the day, we really had a nice crew of people, nice crew of photographers early on who really connected with each other and supported each other. And I still still see them and connect with them today, but it's, it's not the same as it was back then for us specifically. Not that it couldn't happen because I see other clusters all the time. It's the similar people who are supporting each other and, and you get involved in that cluster that can really boost your channel, your Instagram, your uh, Facebook group, whatever it may be, when you start supporting each other. So it is that support network that really does the job when building your social media today. It was the same back then. It's just as important today. It's You have to remember it's about people. And automating your social is just not the way. Just posting is not the way to grow any kind of social media channel. I do think, and I, I said it about five times already, and I'll say it again. Will the people who enjoyed your last post enjoy your next post? Think about that. Test it out. Try it in the course of maybe five or ten posts and see what happens. See if there you see a difference in engagement. Let's see if you see a difference in growth 
may not be huge at the beginning with just five or 10 posts, but you'll notice probably the similar people coming back and that's part of it. The algorithms notice, wow, people are coming back when you post, when they show the opportunity, put it in their feed and they react again because they liked the last post. And if you can help those social media platforms to keep people there, you're going to win at the social media game. There's a lot of downside to this, of course, and we can certainly talk forever about, you know, people getting caught in their bubbles of the same, you know, feedback loop that social media can bring to them and, and that they keep seeing the same type of information over and over again. And yes, that is the downside of what works on this channel. I mean, that is this channel, all channels, all social media channels. When you're building that specific channel of yours, that that is the loop that you're you're tapping into and you're making that part of somebody else's loop and other people's loops and your loop. And and yeah, you know, sometimes it's a little hard for outside different types of content to break in. And and so you have to make that effort to go outside of that loop comfort zone and actually start looking to to help broaden it. And I think that that's a key for all of us. I think we all have to kind of understand what social media's goal is and then how can we break out of the loop in the little bubble that social media puts us in. But at the same time, take advantage of that scenario and that understanding to help you grow your creative business. Hey, thank you so much, everybody who popped in. Uh, No questions, it looks like, so I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you all for being here. We'll talk to you next Monday on the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast. And of course, you can catch this at roshsillers.com.